The Weekly Dish podcast is presented by Common Ground Minnesota. Food and farming conversations from Minnesota women in agriculture. Learn more at commongroundminnesota.com or follow them on Instagram at commongroundminn. Hey everybody, it's Steph March for Common Ground Minnesota. Listen, food brings out the passion in people, so let's talk about food together. Common Ground Minnesota is an online resource for you to do that, and it's 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 run by volunteer women farmers from Minnesota of all walks. We're talking big farms, small farms, we're talking dairy, we're talking produce. These women in agriculture are growing and raising the food that we all eat. We love to have a chat with them about what it, what it means to be sustainable, and what does it mean when they're using pesticides, and why are they doing it. All of this is available at Common Ground Minnesota website. It's commongroundminnesota.com. And then on that new website, you guys, there are videos, there's you know FAQs, there's topics, there's a great blog, all sorts of things, and recipes. And farm dogs, too, by the way. So there you go. Commongroundminnesota.com is your great resource for everything food and families and farms. Don't forget, check them out on Instagram at commongroundminn. One time is Dish. It's a great Saturday. I'm Stephanie Hansen. Hey, I'm Stephanie March. And we are here to talk with you because what? what is today? It's the official launch. Well, it kind of was last week of feast season. It is the official launch of feast season. Yes. And I'm sitting here with my pile of feast magazines to give you the 411 on Good. which ones to get, which Good. ones to skip. Because I have not looked at any. I've only I've looked at Bon Appetit. Deep dived on all of them. So I've got some mm-hmm. overall themes. Shoot, I forgot my chips again for the chip taste test. Oh, darn. By the time we do it, it won't even be fun. Uh, But yeah, we've got a lot of fun things going on today. I sprayed a little Lysol on there. (laughs) So Stephanie's fanning the door to get the toxic chemicals out of our small space. I literally almost just died right there. You almost put me... I'm so sorry. Woo! Uh, Steph, you've had kind of a week, yeah. and I feel like we I should feel like just we should chat a little it. bit about yeah, that. Yeah, I think so, too. And I want to say, first and foremost, thank you to everybody who has reached out. Um, one of my son's friends uh, passed away by his own hand last week, and it's just been a pretty big, bad, traumatic situation. Um, and it's just rough, and it's been... Really rough. And I have to just I just want to say that, you know, for people who don't like to confront those issues that that I'm really I'm really proud of the parents for wanting to talk about it and for wanting to put it out there, because, you know, there's a lot of mental illness that people can't identify with and they don't know what to do or talk about it. And so we're talking about it and it's really healing for everybody. So um, I loved Ronan and he was the saddest part was that he really was you guys. He was the food kid. He literally more stories are remembering and popping up as the boys have all come home and we're all hanging out together. 
And Jake showed me a picture of his closet, and I forgot. Ronan's closet, he was curing meat in his closet. <laughs> like he, This is a kid who's like, what if I hang a leg of meat in my closet? Like, what will that do? Like, that's the kind of kid he was. He was up for trying things, and he was, you know, we had, like I had said on my post, like, we basically sketched out a whole plan to bury a pig and how that was going to work. Like, how we were going to roast a suckling pig in my ground for, like, three days or, like, a day, you know? And... So this is that's the hardest part is knowing that, you know, like like Jake was saying last night, there's a plan for Ronan to come to the West Coast to eat his version of crab. And then Jake was going to go to the East Coast to eat his version of crab. And they're going to have a whole like show about it. So it's hard. But I want to say that we are in the place where we are celebrating Ronan and we are grateful for the time we had with him because he was a true light for many of us. And so. I just will say that I'm just I'm just proud to have been a part of his life and I'm lucky that he was part of mine. So I'm sorry for his family, his friends yeah. and for you. Yeah, friend. it is. It's rough. But again, it's a, it's ups and downs. And I can't say how many of you have reached out to me and told me about your own stories and your own family struggles. And I just want to say that there's light. There's light. You just have to keep pushing towards it and hoping to build the path toward it for everybody. So. And that is a good thing to think about. And, and in also in of- the feast, bring your people together this year, people like get, you know, I know that last year was a weird one for everybody because we kind of didn't have one, but this is a chance. I think even if you don't do like on mass, maybe make the whole weekend, you know, a couple visits of different things, but don't miss the opportunity is what I'm saying. If you have the opportunity to take it. It is kind of funny as I was planning the Thanksgiving and getting the magazines and, we are both cooking this year, thinking about like how holidays are different and how the gathering is different. And yet how also it's the same. Yeah. <laughs> like when I, I went to uh, I went to a place last night that if I say it, you're going to be like, oh, my gosh, here we go. Oh. I went to McCormick's in Wyzetta, that little Irish bar. Yeah, no, I I mean, I dug, I sat at the bar at McCormick's and ate cheeseburgers. A lot. That's why I was like, you're going to roll your eyes and be like, oh, God, here she goes. She's just discovering McCormick's. Okay, let's hear how cool McCormick's is. Um, But as we, we had never been there, so we went. You know what? And it's weird. I've never thought to tell you to go there either. Because you guys look for burgers all the time. Yeah. And we were looking for a new burger. And I, of course, was looking at six o'clock and could get into nowhere. No. Which is also a learning lesson that everybody takes reservations again. So that's. You're, you know, on well, a Friday so you go night out on Friday nights. <laughs> I know. I never go out on Friday nights. I feel like. Yeah. Usually by the end of the week, I'm like, I'm ready to do something. Yeah. Um, But it was just, it's interesting standing in a crowded bar. Like I hadn't been in a crowded bar and this woman behind me was basically, I, I guess she didn't see me, but there's no way she couldn't have because she was eating my hair. Ooh. And just like trying to get in to place her order in a way that was so uncomfortable, I was feeling like, oh, is this going to be the moment where I have to say something to her? Because mm. I was just waiting for my change. Oh. And I finally just said, oh, I'll be out in a minute. I'm you just waiting for my yeah. change. Yeah. It did not deter her in the least. 
Oh. And I literally like had to do the where you put your handbag kind of behind you and as Yeah, a, as so a, it's a barrier because yeah. she was just like on top of me. Yeah. And this is a small place. Yeah. And I've never been there before. And I was just like, okay, why is that a lady? Get off me. I mean, it is a little bit of that. But There's I didn't say anything. Definitely a part of it that is, but this is what I need and this is what I want. So yeah. I'm going to go get that. So I was like, okay, that's all right. We're back to where we were. Yeah, I don't I don't even think that we're not I mean, I don't know. It's hard for me to I mean everybody's back. You know what yeah, I mean? I just that's what it I'm saying. It's like know. on the one hand you are and on the other hand you aren't because I don't think I'm even still... not even on the one hand I'm not. You know what I mean? I just don't I'm respectful of people for sure, but I just I, now that's a part of my life too, I guess is what I'm saying. I don't feel awkward about either way. I don't know. I think maybe I'm feeling like I'm thinking about this a lot because of the whole Aaron Rodgers situation. And you'll have to like totally update me. All I know is that he got COVID, right? He said he, he has COVID and he had said that he was, um, what was the word specifically he used? I want to say he used the word inoculated immunized. or, but Rachel, do you remember the word? Yeah, he used the word immunized. Immunized. That oh. was the word. So everyone assumed that that meant he was vaccinated, but of Oops. course he wasn't. And probably the coaches knew he wasn't. Right. And, the press people that he's in the room with don't know. And so there's still this weird lingering okay. stuff. I see. I see. So I guess I'm thinking about that. Okay. Yeah. And I hadn't really dipped into that. But so, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I like I was at Best Buy and I stood on the dots. I don't care. That's fine. You know what I mean? Yep. Six feet apart. I like six feet apart. That's happy for me. And I don't, but I mean, the guy behind me wasn't six feet apart, but I didn't really notice or care. You right. know what I mean? I'm kind of in that both I'm sort of used to both ways now. Yeah. It's weird. Yeah. I do feel like I'm driving on the roads again and I don't even remember when they were empty. You know, I've adapted already back. Yeah. There is more traffic for sure. Well, I mean, it's like everybody, you know, I mean, I know that there's still a lot of people who are working from home, but that also more people are out and about. Yeah. And things. Yep. For sure. So it's going to be an interesting feast season. I think we'll just put it that way. Yeah. I think we're going to have a little bit of both. But have you heard of people not gathering? Like or not? Uh, Yeah. I think there are still some people that, and I'll be honest, I was with someone who I'm pretty sure wasn't vaccinated at a restaurant and he wasn't wearing a mask or anything. And I was like, oh, well, this is kind of interesting. I don't know for a sure positive, but. And I just thought, okay. Well, that's who you are. Good to know. Yeah, but you don't feel you don't feel anxious for yourself at that point, do Not you? Not personally, but okay. I felt like okay, here are these people at the restaurant wearing masks, and like it's their place. And I wonder you... when they'll stop. When the restaurants and bars will stop wearing masks? Yeah, I don't, know. I don't know. I don't know. I think a lot of them are waiting to see how, um, you know, like like I think people are thinking about the indoor thing and will it spike again, kind of a thing as we all go indoors. But I think they're all just kind of waiting to see. And I think maybe by January, when things level out a little bit, that people will. Well, and that's when the national mandate that Biden is enforcing will go into effect, too. Oh, oh, is it? Yeah. All right. So that's the COVID news. (laughs) (laughs) Why not? I mean, right. Let's just start it with that. We'll be back and we're going to talk about Thanksgiving. I promise. There's lots of good stuff coming. Some talk stations break down serious. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Weekly Dish. We're going to talk a little bit about some of the uh, Thanksgiving Day stuff going on around town. Because yes. I was kind of surprised. I was actually talking to, um, I ran into Josh Toma yesterday and on, on Fox. And he said, I said, you know, people had started asking me in September if you guys were all going to do restaurant boxes yeah. and takeout gear. And I said, I don't know. I said, I don't think the restaurants know until... You know, later. And he's like, you and we didn't. We didn't know if we were going to do it. We didn't know if we'd have the 
you know, the space. We didn't know if we could do the production with the amount of staff we have. Yeah, it's kind of like if you're going to be open for dinner, then can you also run a whole separate takeout restaurant? And this is what I think a lot of them were deciding. And I think a lot of them, some of them do have both. You know, some of them are doing both, but maybe they're doing things like the Lexington for sure is doing takeout. And then they're also having dinner open that day. But I think... You know, the whole thing of like, I don't think you can get takeout the day of and do service. I think Mm -hmm. you can do a box that you can pick up the day before, but not the day of. At least that's my understanding of how restaurants are feeling. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm not telling you you can't. You can certainly do it if people are doing it. Um, But it is interesting to me because I thought I wasn't sure how people... I mean, I know that everyone supported restaurants by getting all these boxes and doing all this stuff last year. But I didn't know if it had worked out. You know what I mean? We didn't get a lot of feedback for people who were like, yeah, I super loved it or I super hated it. Yeah, I feel like it worked out. I, I feel so. like people kind of felt like, oh, I could do this every year. It's so much easier. Well, and that's what I think the biggest thing is my realization is, is that and I didn't and I made I remember like last Thanksgiving, I think I just made I can't remember. I made something, but I think I just made it for Jake and my mom and I because nobody else came home. Right. And so uh I remember feeling, though, that, oh, I remember I did those cheesy potatoes. I think I did potatoes, turkey, and because I still wanted to eat sandwiches and like a vegetable. I only did three things. But I did remember feeling like, wow, I don't really, I would, I will, I think I will always pick up gravy now. I don't think I'm going to mess with gravy anymore because I can't do it well. I'm really good at gravy. See, this is the thing. Like, it's not my strength. Yeah, it's not my strength. So I think I'm going to pick mine up from Certix. Which is also a good spot to do yeah, that. Yeah, and that's the thing is I feel like now we have this opportunity to kind of pick and choose some of the stuff, and I'm right. ready for that. So starting with some of the ones, if you guys just want to bolster, there's a lot of people who are doing everything but the bird is what they're calling it. Yeah. And I kind of think that that is smart because for me, it's never, the bird is the easiest part. I was just going to say, It's so yes. simple. You either rub it or you soak it, and then you stick it in the oven. That's it. Yeah. And then you tent it, you know, or whatever. But so for me, it's all about everything else. And it's not even so much about, like, winning at cream spinach or something like that. It's about the building blocks that go into that, right? And I will admit I wouldn't mind someone doing, like, a sweet, beautiful Duchess palm potato situation. Because that's, like, a creamy whipped thing that you just cannot achieve at home in my mind. I was just looking at my Instagram to see what I did last year. Yeah, have you figured it? It says COVID Thanksgiving small, macaroni and cheese, cream corn, mashed potato, gravy rolls, turkey dressing, roast (laughs) carrots, peas, champs, and cranberry sauce. You did not do it small. (laughs) Like it was you and Kurt and Kurt's Kurt's mom. mom. But you people were small, but I remember you put on as big a feast as you normally do. Yeah, as I'm looking at my, yeah. yep, I sure did. I remember that because we and were I laughing made little about pumpkin that. pies yep. and little ramekins. Yep, you sure did. Yep, but that's okay. You did what you had to do, right? Um, here's a couple of things. So, Wiseacre Eatery, and by the way, this is a list up. I'm just reading from a list that I have uh, on mspmag.com, and uh, it's just called, you know, the Thanksgiving 2021 roll call. I am about to update it with a bunch more that we're going to. So there, there's stuff on there, but there's more coming every. It was supposed to update yesterday, but it didn't. So here's there's more coming. Um, Wiseacre Eatery obviously has great stuff, you guys. And I think they're super fresh. I love that they're doing spiced confit turkey legs or just the breast. So you don't have to do like the whole turkey if you wanted. If you just wanted parts. Or maybe you want to do the turkey, but you still want these confit legs because you can't confit legs, which is just basically like boiling them in oil, I think. So I think that they're kind of great. Have you gotten stuff ever from Wiseacre Eatery? 
I've done a CSA pickup there for yeah. someone. Right. They're great. Um, you have to order by November 19th and and uh, and then you pick up the day before. Certix, same thing. You order by November 15th. They've got, obviously, uh, you know, a quart of turkey gravy, which is going to be on my table. Poultry stock, things like that. I do like that they're doing giblet stuffing because that's the thing that I always think I'll do and then I never do. Right. So... Because it's always kind of like, when do you do that? Do you get, pull it before the, and then it's always sort of like, I don't know. I just, I have a problem with timing on that. It feels like, like before or after the bird and all that. Um, if you want to do full, I like I was saying the full kits, I think the Lexington to me looked so delicious. I can't even think about dark rum, sweet potato casserole. I mean, I want that. I feel like as I do the roundup on the mags, sweet potato, like is it puree all over? and it's casseroles all over. is all over. Okay, good. I'm excited for that. Um, I, uh, Surly came out of the gate. I saw that. With Chef Donald Gonzalez's, you know, sort of freshman take at this. And I think that's great because he's great and we love him. But they're doing cherry wood smoked turkey breast and bone out pit ham for the mains. I mean, triple, tr- triple cheese creamed spinach. I'm just not a cream spinach girl. Yum. I, I love know. cream spinach. It's I one know. of my favorite things. I think about you when I think about it because I know you love it. I do. And I was surprised that he's at Surly. I was glad to know that because I like him as a chef. Yeah. No, I think he's got, and you know what he is? He's, he's, you know, he's a French laundry alum. He's not, his cooking chops are real. And then he was, remember, he was at Four Paws for years. I do remember that. And Those I years ate were the there greatest. and I was like, wow, this was really good. Yeah, I loved it. And he was, uh, he was, um, he was with Justin Sutherland at Grey Duck for a long time. Mm-hmm. And then now, you know, he kind of popped around and, and everything else. So I'm glad to see him at Surly. I don't know. I'm excited to see what he does there. I thought the brew hall, if there's some changes and some, you know, shifts here and there. I know that he was helping with the pizza place upstairs, but that's pretty set. You yeah, know what I mean that's sure. pretty good. But anyway, there you have there. You guys feeds two, to, four to six people for two hundred bucks, which is actually pretty good, mm-hmm. considering that we're talking about how expensive everyone is saying that the it's going to be this year. One of the things like doing a meal kit like this, it may seem like plunking down two hundred bucks is a lot, but quite honestly, you're going to spend that and more. If you don't, right. you know what I mean? And who was it in your roundup that had it by the plate? Um, <clears throat> I want to say. Yeah, I have to find it. I'll find it while okay. you're looking. Well, there's and there is more like that. Manello is like that. Is well, There's this. Actually, I don't know if they're doing they're doing an eat in. But um, yeah, who was it that there's because it was a $14 plate. And yeah. it stuck out in my mind as being like, wow, if you have to pick food up for someone or someone isn't. Yes. In a place where they can cook or go out. I'll find it for okay, you. Okay, but one, I will tell you that also Barbette, one of the things that I do love is that they're, uh, one order of their item, they're not doing turkey or anything, but they have got Cocavon. They've got cassoulet, for God's sakes, which is delicious. It was Colossal Cafe. It was Colossal. Okay. They've got ratatouille at Barbette as well, and they feed, any one entree feeds two people. So it's going to be like, you know, they run, it's a $42 entree, but it's still going to, it's like 20 bucks per person. That's still pretty good if you throw in a couple sides on it. Which I thought was really great. Um, so it was Colossal Cafe, right? Yep. Okay. That has a plate that is ready to go for takeout that's 14 bucks. Yes, that's right. And that's a lot of people who are sort of like, maybe it's just me and my kid, or, mm-hmm. you know, thinking like, I mean, my mom used to, when we had like Christmas and it was just me coming home for Christmas and it was just her and I, sometimes we would just go get takeout. You know what I mean? And right. it was just like, because that was easier. We didn't want to cook a huge thing that neither of us was going to eat. So I kind of loved that. There was one year that I, was sick and she went and got me McDonald's because I was like <laughs> so sick. Oh my God. Um, but I like also Alma. They're doing an everything but the birds. So you can get your mashed potatoes, heirloom squash, sourdough stuffing gravy. This is the other one that I would probably do. 
Like I, I thought pick up about a bunch. it. Like you can get their whole kit though, all the sides for uh, for two, four, or six or yep. eight. That's also smart. Like you can kind of mix and match it. And I think if you did it for four people, one seventy two. That's and then you just bought like a. You could buy a, you know, like a uh, probably a twelve to sixteen pound bird for like forty bucks. So you're you're just right at two hundred bucks with that, right? So I don't know. I mean, I, I think like that's it. pretty good. Um, talking about pies, and I think we'll talk more about pies later. Another segment, a whole segment, because there's so many good ones. But that's the one that I'm going to tell you. You're going to want to order those soon, you know, because those are going to sell out because they they really only have time to be able to bake so many pies. Usually these, especially these, you know, smaller places can't say enough about uh, Vikings and goddesses. Those kind of everybody's favorite pie, I think Mm -hmm. right now, but you know, the butter tin, they've got stuff going. Um, Do you know about pie and joy? A double cherry pie. I was like, uh, and this is a woman cooking out of her home. I mean, like she's like a boutique uh, pie person. So I'm kind of excited. Her salted maple maple looked delicious to me. But these are all ordered by the 19th or ordered by the 15th. So really need to think about that. They might sell out even before that. So don't like wait until the 19th if you want to get pies. It was a great roundup stuff. Hello, Weekly Disher. Spring has sprung, and that means the best-tasting wild-caught seafood is available from Sitka Salmon. You may have heard us talk about Sitka Salmon before on the show, and that's because we are huge fans. Sitka Salmon standards for quality are unrivaled in the industry because, you see, Sitka Salmon is a community-supported fishery. The fish they process for you to eat are caught by a collective of small boat fishermen, fisherwomen, and families. Some of these families have been fishing for multiple generations. And knowing the boat your fish comes from is not typical of most fish you buy. When you buy a Sitka salmon share, you're getting the freshest quality fish you can and you can trace the fish back to its source. With your share, you're part of the Sitka family and you get monthly fish shipments of salmon, lingcod, crab, tuna, halibut, and you get the freshest fish while it's in season. They even have recipes, but I've been steaming my cod in my instant pot. The fish is so delicious you don't even need to do much to serve it other than cook it and eat it. So Weekly Dishers, here is how you get your $25 discount for the first month of a premium Sitka salmon share. Type SitkaSalmonShares.com backslash weekly dish and you save $25. So save $25 on your box. Again, type Sitka, S-I-T-K-A, SalmonShares.com backslash weekly dish and you save $25. Hey friends, we are talking about the big feast, the turkey day extravaganza. I, uh, just one more thing about the meal kit thing. I don't, sure. I would have loved to, if anyone wants to send a note, I would love to know, like, or if you want to call in and let us know next segment. Um, I, I want to know if like you did the box things and how the reheating went. You know, if you bought a whole meal and brought it home the day before, I haven't heard from anybody about, was it easy to reheat? Was it a pain in the butt? Did it disappoint? The, and you don't have to name names. I just kind of want to know about the process. The red rabbit one was good. Did you do that? Uh-huh. But you didn't do that for Thanksgiving. No, but I did it for Christmas time and they provided one and I did it and it worked out good. It did. You mm-hmm. followed all the instructions and they gave you correct instructions yep. and everything else. Mm-hmm. I've, okay. I just didn't know if it like, and did you for Christmas? I don't know. For me, Christmas is so different than Thanksgiving too, because Thanksgiving is like just the meal and Christmas for me, ha- the meal happens whenever it happens. I guess that's why. Right. I was looking back at my Thanksgiving feed last year. I forgot that I did mobile Thanksgivings. Remember, I made food for yeah, like, Kate's family. I made food for Ellie. I made food for Dolores. Yeah. And I had it all portioned out. And then Kurt and I sat at our TV table and yeah. ate. Yeah. 
So that's what I did last year. I'll just give you a couple of overall trends that from you're the finding cooking from the magazines. magazines. Okay. So I have food and wine, fine cooking, eating well, cooks, bon appetit, and Martha Stewart living. Okay. Overall trends. Yeah. Salad. Oh, really? Everybody wants Thanksgiving salad, salad, which I thought was very interesting. And there were some. I always have a salad. Yeah, there were some good ones. I'm going to put a recipe up for kale salad with pecan vinaigrette. It looked good. Uh, The theme of salads was kind of hearty greens, pomegranates, oranges. Yeah. A lot of Brussels sprouts being used as a salad base. Yep. Uh, So that was one theme with salad. Another theme, vegan. Like well, what course. happens when you have the vegan and the vegetarian at the table? Martha Stewart had some good ideas. It was probably the only thing good in the entire magazine. Really? So not recommended for Martha Stewart. Really? Not really. Nope. Up. So I'll put that up. Um, Wait. So the vegan thing also, though, is like, have you been noticing that they were doing like full vegan dinners or just like vegan dishes? Vegan dishes. Okay. But they're set. They're hearty. Okay. So like it's so a like half it an acorn a squash with wild rice. and Oh, sure. Um. Overall, the magazine themes were keeping it simple. Yeah. So we're in a simple, not glamorous time. So you don't see a lot of fancy tablescapes. No. It's very homey. That's kind of also that whole thing of the new rules of dining anyway. You know, is that it's like really a little bit more like it's don't worry so much about putting all the stuff up. Just be yourself and be there. A lot of biscuits. I did so see many stuffing biscuits. biscuits from Bon Appetit, which stuffing I thought about. Stuffing biscuits, biscuit toppings for this, biscuit toppings for that, dressing made with biscuits. Biscuit, 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 biscuit. Every magazine's overdosing on biscuits. Okay. Uh, Cooks Illustrated had something I thought that was kind of interesting. If you were going to do a smaller, it was a turquetta rolled breast. So yeah. it's like treated like a porchetta, but it's stuffing the breast and then rolling it. Oh, so interesting. I thought for somebody like you who kind of wants to fuss a little more, well, that I, might be good. I did those roulades with the legs that year, and that was really hard. <laughs> so, <laughs> so hard, you guys. That was a Cook's Illustrated recipe, and I'll put these up, too. Um, another recipe that I thought about was eating well. And this really appealed to me after talking with Zoe last week about Artisan Bread and Five, and that was the... Um, Slow cooker, honey, wheat rolls in a crock pot. Yeah. And the recipe looked pretty easy. Oh, yeah? Yeah, so that was eating so well. doing your rolls in the crock pot. Uh-huh. I have done, you know what's weird is I've been making these beer bread rolls for different things, and it's like they're not, I'm not winning at them. So, like, again, I think I have to go to that place where either I bake a bread, either I just bake a basic loaf of bread, or I stop with the rolls, because I, I can't win at rolls, and I don't know why. I think a slow cooker would like, be a good way to do it. It's so weird. Because it's, it's so slow, low and slow. And you just put them in there? Uh-huh, and they're like a Parker roll. It looked good. And do you have to line your pot? Yes, with parchment paper. So you, you could it. do it in the Instant Pot as well if you did it on the slow yes, cooker mode. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, green beans and mushroom okay. casseroles are still all the rage, but no one's using cream of mushroom soup. It's basically pancetta, crispy shallots, and green beans, and sure. everyone is stir-frying that. Oh, really? Yep. Okay. So that's sort of the healthier take on that. Well, not healthy, We're not doing pies this year. It's cream. It's not creamy, which, by the way, for me, like, I don't want creamy beans for some reason. No so. one's doing pies. No Everyone's one is. doing, like, extra special pumpkin biscuit, chiffon bread. Like, anything that's not pie seems to be featured in the magazines. Okay. And Weird. sweet potato mashes are everywhere. Also, a lot of sweet potato, like, casseroles were, like, you know, like, or squash yes. casseroles. I see a lot and of those. And things put in in casserole dishes. Yes. Okay. 
I am specifically going to call out a couple of things here. I thought food and wine generally had the best presentation and the best recipes. If you're going to get one magazine, I was a little disgusted that they are doing an entire turkey breast in a salted crust. I am for that. I'm with it. I knew you would be. And that's why I brought it. I find this just gratuitous. Why? It's can I tell you what the reasoning is, though? Do you know know what the reasoning is? is It's to keep the moisture in it. It's an even cook. Yeah, it's an even cook. Like it heats into there's no crispy skin. Oh, see, I don't care about skin. That's all I care about. I love skin on chickens and everything else, but with turkey, that's not my point. So for me, I don't care about that. Well, then you should maybe do maybe this because the presentation Although, was super if... white, like just white, beautiful. You know, brat white. If you're gonna put a ton of gravy on it, and that's what everyone does, and for me, mine goes True, right into sandwiches. That. So what is the point? Like, you know, what you could do is you could take that skin off. No, you can't. Well, never mind. I was gonna um, say you could take the skin and make it on its own. But you want to keep it on as you're on the turkey, maybe. You could. You could. I'd have to look at that recipe to figure out if I would do it. I do it for fish all the time, and it's so easy. Uh, The porchetta-style turkey breast is in Cook's Illustrated. Um, Bon Appetit, I thought, was fine. I haven't looked through it. It's on my couch. It's... I'm still just struggling with Bon Appetit magazine overall, trying to figure out who they are now in a more multicultural world. Yeah. Um, they did have a good the kale salad with the pecan vinaigrette, which I mentioned. And then they had all these desserts that you're not going to make. So, for instance, an apple rose pie. Probably what? not going to use rose water. Oh, Mini not? baked Alaskas I for have... Thanksgiving. Who's going to do that? No one. Sweet potato loaf cake with dark chocolate grenache. No thanks. Okay, you're getting a little bit bitter and weird about it, honestly. Well, because there's not one other than maybe kind of the apple pie. But, like, why? You know how to make apple pie. I know. You know Why would they tell you how to make apple pie? You know how to make it. Here's... Uh, Stanley Tucci is the expert that's speaking for um, Thanksgiving. And sure. here is his one piece. Of, first piece of advice is good. First, a martini. Well, duh. Second piece of advice, don't skimp on the appetizers. Come on, who eats appetizers at Thanksgiving? Like, that's not good advice. That is a little strange. Yeah, because. But maybe that's if they're doing, maybe that's if they're doing like, you know, a smaller feast and doing like a larger Maybe he's saying don't skimp as far as not amount, is he? Is he saying like the goodness, if you're going to do an appetizer, do it really well? He's saying have lots of appetizers. Oh, strange. Cured meat, salami, cheeses. Well, if we do that, I'm at your house and then we end up not eating the food. Yeah, that's really it. There was something in here that, again, screamed Stephanie March because it's hard for me to look at these magazines without your eye. Without my journalism taint on it. Garlic, miso, buttered mashed potatoes. Yeah, I already saw those. I knew you would love those. Those are in. Those are totally in. So that was Bon Appetit. Um, Fine cooking. Really just did a good job. Can I just say one second? Can I come back one second to the Bon Appetit and the dessert gate, which you are just so angry about? I would say that, like... Baked Alaska, that's not new. That's super old, but it's bringing it back. And actually, our Zoe is a huge, huge proponent of Baked Alaska. And it's one of those things that, like, could be appreciated by many generations, is my point. If you have a table set with grandparents and kids, that's one of those things that I think bridges both sides. I'm going to just crush your theory. Sure. Here's why. One large Baked Alaska for a dinner party, great, super um, individual baked Alaskas where you're having to torch individual ice cream dishes for Thanksgiving when you've got six sides and you've got the bird and you're trying to do the last minute gravy. 
is not that does not work. You don't you you basically make them the night before and then you stick them in your fridge, dude. Like you yeah, pull but them you out have to the torch end. them. Yeah, but <laughs> hello, that is the funnest part. Like that is the best part of the sure. night when you get to torch them I, on the why table. Why am I even having this ridiculous conversation <laughs> with you? Yes, one Set big it on fire. One big baked Alaska for All the party. Great, you're gonna do twelve mini baked Alaskas well, for your guests. No, you're not. How about this? Not everybody, Hanson, has big tables. Some people have four people. Okay, you are so argumentative today. I'm going to punch you in the face during the break. Wow. Let's keep going. Um, I thought of something else for you, too. And what was it here? Because I marked the page. Oh, um, very, again, we talked about sort of simple. One trend is no-cooked cranberry relish, which I was like, okay, all right. We're at least away from the jelly relish, but I still have to make that horrible jelly relish that Kurt only likes. People love relish. I know. And it's good on turkey. So like a chutney or uh, when we come back in the next hour, I'm going to talk with you a little bit about buying the bird because I thought um, Fine Cooking did a nice breakdown of the different types of birds and how they differ and what you should be looking for. So I think it's time to take a break. All right. So we are back talking about trends, things that we're seeing in the food magazines. We will take your calls and your questions, 651-641-1071, if you want to weigh in. I would say there are lots of opportunity in the magazines that I have here to do really any kind of Thanksgiving you want, whether it's Thanks Small, whether it's bigger, whether you want to do the Baked Alaska for a group or individually. Obviously, lots of opportunities, 651-641-1071. One of the things that the magazines do is they give like scenarios of people that have struggled for Thanksgiving. So we can talk about some of those um, people that have a hard time with gravy. I can't ever get my stuffing just right. Apparently to fix your perfect stuffing, you can do either stuffing the bird. And Jamie Oliver did something this week too. He stuffs his bird He also does a pork roast where he stuffs it, which I thought was kind of interesting. Um, So 651-641-1071 if you want to call in. Um, There's something about those Thanksgiving fails, you guys, that are so kind of endearing years later. Just remember that part, you know, that there's... I was talking with uh, some of the TV kids and they were saying how uh, we were actually just sitting there laughing about some of the things that we have done that have just completely blown it apart. But that it's all so good. Um, I wanted to mention Barb said, thanks for defending Baked Alaska. Torching can be really a f- bring a family together. Please do not torture your entire table. Do be aware of uh, of being in a small space. So if you are, that's a really funny thing. Another thing here that we talked about that you mentioned was the honey, the homemade rolls flatten as they bake and look like hockey pucks is apparently a very common problem. Um, so adding honey to the yeast or adding honey to the bread apparently helps with your rise. So that that is, yeah, to I've try. had a hard time with rising. That's actually my problem is that I'm sort of in a place where I can't seem to get them to puff up as much as I can with other things. And it might be my yeast. It might be old. When you look up why things aren't rising, why your bread isn't rising, um, definitely it's like either, you know, you may have overcooked your yeast with the hot water. You may have, uh, you may have old yeast. Mine sits in my fridge for a long time and I don't use it. And so that's, I think that was probably part of my problem the last time, at least. Do you, someone mentioned that they always have trouble with cooking fresh vegetables, that they get really mushy. And so the response here was making sure that you're parboiling. 
and then that you're blanching so that you put it in cold water after you cook it. Yeah, blanching is huge. I don't ever do a parboil, but I do um, I do, do a blanch. If it's like if I'm going to do a quick boil on something and then throw it into the cold, cold water, which is nice. Here's a funny one. Our first Thanksgiving with both my family and my husband is known as the gravy war. Um, my mother insisted on using flour to thicken the gravy, and my mother-in-law insisted on cornstarch. Do you have a preference? No. I, I usually use flour, but I can see cornstarch, too. All right, we do have a call. It is uh, Brian on the line. Hi, Brian. Hey, How Brian. you doing? Hello. You have a Thanksgiving story for yeah, us? Yeah, quick one. A few years ago with some friends, nobody wanted to cook Bobby and Steve's fried chicken. Oh, very good. From the gas station. Cool. Yum. Always nice. Take care, kids. Bye. Thanks, Thanks. Brian. Um, here's a funny fail. My first time hosting Thanksgiving, I couldn't figure out what the bird, why the bird wasn't cooking and realized my oven had broken. That's a tough Thanksgiving. Um, oh, and this is, have you ever left the giblet bag inside the turkey? Yes, I've done that. I've done that, too. And apparently that is a really common thing. People leave the giblet bag in. That's just sort of like you kind of forget. It's not often that you have a whole bird, you know, and it's like you have a whole carcass of an animal that you have to deal with. And so sometimes I think you kind of forget. Um, and then especially like the year that I did the spatchcock on the turkey, that was crazy to try to think about like, oh, yeah, I have to cut this giant bird down. You know, that was hard. A lot of people are doing some of the deli places are doing spatchcock for you if you want to order it that way. I know France 44 had that, although they're already out of turkeys. So. They are? They are. They've already sold out of turkeys, which is kind of crazy. Huh. Because um, I think when that spatchcock, you always got a good skin on that, which is my favorite part. Yeah. Um, people have a fail where they don't thaw the bird properly, that they don't give it at least 48 hours of thawing. Right. So that is another fail. It depends on if, yeah, and there's a lot of places that have the, you know, like fresh or frozen. Remember, those are, even your fro- even your fresh bird is going to have um, a little bit of frozen to it, you know? I mean, it's going to have been, it's not going to be frozen solid. Some of those turkeys are frozen solid, and those for sure have to go. But some of your fresh ones, I think, are still going to have that iciness to that, that you need to let it kind of warm up a little bit before you stick it in the oven. Yeah, I think... People cooking turkeys that aren't thawed is probably one of the number one things. And also gravy gets weird, right? People have wonky gravy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, That's, I mean, our biggest fails have sort of been like in the gravy realm, which is just, I've never, I'm just not a huge, I don't ever make gravy except for on Thanksgiving. And it's sort of like, I don't ever, I don't have the, you know, the things that you're best at are things that you're, you've done repetition on. So I think that that's also a problem. If you don't ever make gravy in your daily life, why would you ever be like excellent at it right away? Here's a funny fail that I've never had happen, but I can see it is pumpkin pie ending up like a layer of scrambled eggs inside. Um, Apparently the mixing the egg whites and the yolks together is a problem. And so when you're baking low and slow, you end up getting that separation. So, yeah, I've never had that happen, but there you go. That's an interesting one. That's that's weird. Yeah, I've only ever had like unbaked. You know, or like the pie crust gets too baked and then um, or like, you know, like the pie itself isn't baked, but the crust is like burned or something. They have a fix for that. They talk about how doing a cookie crust on something gives you an opportunity to bake that in advance and put it in the refrigerator. And then you don't have to um, be dealing with soggy pie crust when you put the filling in. Oh, yeah, that's a good idea. So whether or not that works Somebody or else not. was selling actual pie crusts that were kind of done. And I can't remember who that was. 
That's a good idea. But they were already like kind of made for you, but they were beautifully done. Like art, like had all the leaves on the side and the little crimping and all that kind of stuff. And I thought that was probably a good idea to to sort of already have that that checked off your list and then just put your filling in, whatever you want to do. Um, in terms of the turkey sandwich, they talk about just cooking a chicken or cooking a turkey so that you just have sandwiches, even if you're not at home. You do that, I think, don't you? Do what? You cook the turkey, even if you're not going to be having a big feast, just so you can have the sandwiches. Yeah. I mean, we did that last year a little bit. I mean, we still, we I cooked a pretty big bird, even though I was only the three of us. And then I, we just ate sandwiches and I will, we ate that one down a long time. Like it took us a, like we did. We ate it all, is my point. So that maybe it's because we were all home, you know what I mean, for the longest time. So Sure. One um, recipe that looks really good if you've got a vegetarian that's coming is a potato leek tart with the gochujang and honey. It's kind of like a puff pastry tart, and then it has the layered potatoes in there, and then it's got a honey drizzle and the gochujang. So I'll put that up because that looks like a good one if you're having folks over. That's a good idea. That's a good idea. All right. We have one other call. Someone has a question about cornbread stuffing. Hi. Hi. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Great. I just had a question, and my family is so, so picky. Like, I don't even look at the magazines because they don't want anything other than stuffing, regular right. mashed potatoes, green bean casserole, and that's it. Like, sure. the, the regs. It's so boring. But um, I wanted to make cornbread stuffing. Nobody will probably eat it but me, but I just <laughs> want to make it this year, and I don't care. And I was just wondering if you have any kind of tips for making that really, really good. I don't, because every time I make it, it's not good. Oh, no. <laughs> um, I think the key to it, though, is getting the cornbread made in advance so that it has enough time to dry out between the actual stuffing making. Yeah, that might be a tip. Oh, okay. So you would make it like two or three days in advance? Most of the stuffing, I mean, stuffing is really about absorption of stock and flavor. So if you're going to use, like if you're going to have a dry, you know, either sourdough bread or you're going to do those kind of things, I think you kind of got to either set it out on a sheet pan all crumbled up so that it's dry so that when you put the stock and stuff on it, it soaks it up. Um, or you do, I, you know, I often put my, the bread parts in the oven at 250 and just dry them out like on a low and slow for 20 minutes just to kind of dry them out a little bit so that when they do get moistened again, they're absorbing as much as they can. Okay. That sounds good. Yeah. So make it in advance and see how that goes. We will go ahead and be back with hour two of the weekly dish when we come back on my talk one oh seven one.